Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow! I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's the second instalment of this chart we're looking at, which is the 21st of April 1974. Um, Neither of us were what we've described in the past as chart sentient at this point. (laughs) No. Uh, All of this, I mean, I was alive. You were alive, I wasn't even alive yet. I don't even know if I've been conceived. No, I hadn't even been conceived. No. No, you you hadn't. You, it was almost a year before I was born. Mm. Yeah. Um, so some of these songs would have entered my tiny baby consciousness, but um, I probably wouldn't have been aware of them. Actually, that's bullshit, because I'm looking at one of them. I'm looking at what was number four in the charts now, 74 April. I'll have been uh, ooh, one year and nine months old, and if Remember You're a Womble by the Wombles yeah. wasn't in my consciousness yeah. the whole thing's a sham yeah because you know that's that's just absolute prime toddler pop isn't it well speaking of wombles i'm glad that you've brought that up because recently i saw on your social feed that you yes. had discovered the novel of the wombles which i well, at first glance thought that must be the novelization but no it no, came no. for tv show tell us more Yes, I picked this copy up in a charity shop. I'll tell you which charity shop it was as well. It's the charity shop that is adjoined to Sunderland's brand new tip. Oh, what a I've day out that before. is. Tip and we charity had, shop. Yeah, exactly. We got a new tip, which was opened uh, last year. They should call and that. not only is They should call that Dadland. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so, it's so brilliant. It's almost, it's almost Germanic. Sam, right, yeah. in, in its efficiency, yeah, and uh, systems. Oh, uh, you've you've got a book online before you can go. You're getting a lot mm. of time, and then there's every um, station that's there is numbered for a different thing. And mm. There's a parking beer for each one, mm. and you you go in and you check in, and they get told which beer you've got to go to. What are the um, what, what are the staff like? The operatives. Oh, they're great. Are they're they great? Are they yeah. are they nice or are they yeah. just like coldly efficient? Is there yeah, any they're warmth? efficient. There's there's warmth. Yeah, they're good. They're 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 exclusively men, as far as yeah. I can gather. Mm. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, but they are they're no nonsense. Um, they're helpful, kind. What's um, that? Is great. that garden they're, waste? 
No, no, it's not. Well, it is, some of it is from the garden, but I wouldn't call it garden waste because it's not all natural. Just put it in general. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> when you talk too much to them and start to hear that they just, just get stick bored. It in general, mate. Stick it in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the parking spaces in one section of it are reverse only. Reverse Ooh, entry only. Th- that's quite intimidating so, to some drivers. It is. They're wide beers, though. Mm. They're wide beers. You've got a good a good target to go at. But yeah, yeah there's, this, there's this charity shop next door to it as well. You can mm. drop things off that are too good to just be dumped. Great idea. And, what a great and, idea. And they sell them. They sell them. And the um, the, the stuff I got the other day um, was quite TFTM adjacent. Mm. Uh, I got the Wombles book that I'll talk about in a minute, but I also got two LPs mm. by the group Mud yeah. Brackets Group. As yeah. opposed to Mud Brackets Substance that Substance. we've talked about. Yeah. We said we'd get rent and mud the group at some point, so we might do. So I've got two albums by Mud, which are in great condition, uh, for three quid. And the Wombles book for 50 pence. Wow. And what it is, it's a novel uh, that was written in 1968 by Elizabeth Beresford, who came up with the Wombles. And, um, yeah, it's 169 pages. It's a proper book. It's proper literature. So she's, Um, like, sat down, I'm going to write a book, and it's going to be about these sort of, like, animal, these creatures that live on Wimbledon yeah. Common, they just like collect. Funnily enough, it is there. There is something. Um, yeah, ironic's not the word, but it's interesting that you bought a book about recycle creatures who recycle junk mm. in a shop that was adjacent to the local tip. Yeah, it's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, the, it all it all ties together, and uh, so she's just thought, I'm going to write a book about this, and and it and someone read it. A TV executive mm. read it and thought this would be a great stop animation mm. TV series for kids, which is not the mm. way round that most TV, kids TV shows usually work, is it? it usually, I think they'll, they're the product yeah. of the TV producer's imagination first. Yeah, and then the book comes later on when they mm. want to monetize it along yeah. with the toys and everything. But the Wombles are on the front cover. There's two Wombles, and they're driving a, a jalopy kind of car. Um, and there's, it's really hard to describe what they look like. They're like they're almost like bears, but they're wearing those those masks the burglars used to wear. They kind of mm-hmm. go around the, ex, the outside yeah. of their eyes. Yeah, they've gone out of fashion now, haven't they? For you some don't reason. see them. Now it's all balaclavas now. Yeah, I don't think you get enough protection of your identity with those those old school, old school burglar masks. No, but in the old days before CCTV, they were probably sufficient enough. They were good enough. They were good enough, yeah. Because you couldn't yeah. zoom in, so it's like... Whereas now, yeah. CCTV, it's like most... Like, robbers now have to go around in... What do you call them? Yashmaks. Is that what they're called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but the, the front cover's really perplexing because um, they're, like, they're almost like little bear figures. And mm. one of them... I don't know. One of them looks like he's climbing into the car, but then there's all because he's, he's he's wearing something. But then his bottom half is just like naked bear sort of stuff. And then there's loads of these bear bodies in the back of the jalopy. I really can't figure it out. I don't know what's going on. I'll have to probably look at the book. I should probably bring it to a future episode. And yeah, look maybe. at the beginning where they, where they get described. They'll be described. At have the a, have a scan, they? see if it's diveable. If it's not diveable, then at least give us a few choice like yeah. passages of it. 
Like it might that. be far too dense to be diable. It 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 feels yeah. more literary than let's say the Kevin Keegan autobiography. Really? Wow. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's quite some much accolade. More, much more going on, um, mm. concept wise. <laughs> more of a high too, concept, but it's it's, yeah. it's too literary for us. Yeah, it's, too it's high concept. In fact, apparently Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer looked into yeah. acquiring the rights of it in the eighties. Too complicated. Yeah, the license. It, it was the, the business deal was too complicated, but they had Tom Cruise attached to play Great Uncle Bulgaria, mm. and Kelly McGuinness was going to play um, Madame Chalet. Yeah, Madame Chalet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they had a really massive like soundtrack album. It was all lined up in the end. It, yeah, it's just too complicated acquiring the rights. Off of what's her name, Beresford. She really held out for like yeah. crazy money. She, she wanted first pass on the script, etc. I think she saw Simpson and Bruckheimer as the corky and adult frauds that they might have been at the yeah. time. She thought they just, they just, she just saw no. They're not serious figures. Her attitude was like, "This is a literary work, and yeah. you are going to debase it with your <laughs> neon lit Hollywood frippery, right?" Yeah. Which I am averse to up to a certain point um, and that point is represented by a sum of money I am willing <laughs> to betray my own art for a certain for a very large sum of money like an yeah. absurdly large and as it transpired it was too large even for Simpson and Bruckheimer to con- yeah. contemplate and that, and that is based mainly on your uh, proposal to relocate it from Wimbledon Common to Miami Beach <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do not feel would work. We feel the Wumbles are great as a concept. We think they would be better if they were sexy human beings. Uh, <laughs> and they were on motorbikes. Or sexy animals. But or human beings dressed as sexy animals. Sexy, sexy cats. People like cats. Could they be more cat-like? Could we have sexy a sexy woman playing Madame Chalet in a cat costume, kind of like Catwoman in the original TV series? And uh, there, and what about if they were flying in big sexy fighter jets? <laughs> Will they have sex? Will they have sexy sex <laughs> on the beach? Will we see them in a hotel room? That George Michael video, but like that careless whisper video, like that where it's in silhouette. Mrs. Beresford, we think you're a great writer. We admire your art. We are great fans of your literature. But you got to understand, you make the sausage and we sell the sizzle. We're sizzle guys. <laughs> we can make you rich. We can make ourselves all very rich, Mrs. Beresford. Just give us your Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wombles. Wombles. That's how we say the USA. <laughs> wombles. That's what we said. The Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you Europeans speak. We would love to make the Wombalays. <laughs> so this is the 1972 print of it. It was written in 1968, and this is the 1972 version. And it's it's a brilliant cover, but they look nothing like how they looked on TV a year well, or two later. it got reimagined by the TV people a little bit. It did. Yeah. And for the better. Because it taught us all about recycling and that, which we all do now. So Well, we do now, but, I mean, um, it took another, like, 40 years for people to catch up with what the Wombles were fucking on about, didn't well, it? Well, I mean, some, some people still haven't, have they? No. As you'll probably see if you go to Sunderland Tip and you see... Some people are still all about filling up a fucking shopping trolley and tipping the old lot into the canal once every yeah. fortnight, and that's how they get yeah. rid of their household waste. You wouldn't catch me doing that. 
not no, since never. not since the 90s anyway since that time when you did it mm. yeah that's how they get their kicks <laughs> this year now well, by the so, way um, what about all this fucking poison and chemicals in the river Forever chemicals. What, we should perhaps talk about that on our regular Monday episode. But Sh- Fergal Sharky, yeah, Fergal Sharky's been up to his old tricks again, and thank God yeah. that he has been. And uh, right. there are, like, honestly, and this will be of great interest to your other pod husband Bob, who spends yeah. a huge amount of time in rivers. I've noticed, right? The fucking rivers are un... Fergal Sharky was right all along. There's been a massive investigation and they mm-hmm. are dumping what's known as forever chemicals into all of the gorgeous, Fuck. beautiful rivers all over our country. And these are chemicals that will never die out. They will be in our rivers, killing the fish, killing uh, the water life, making it toxic for humans to come anywhere near forever. It's all happened since Brexit, by the way. And they they have literally... F- fucked shit canned the nation's rivers they dump shit and chemicals into them every fucking day let's look at it closer on the um the yeah. monday episode because that's what yeah. people come, come to, to us for i think isn't yeah it? they do yeah they'll be everyone well, um, will be thinking what are the top flight time machine lads gonna say about these forever chemicals in the it's, rivers it's, it's cup final weekend. No doubt they'll be looking back at the big match from wembley <laughs> and all of the ramifications and everything no we're talking forever chemicals. Honestly, though, you should it. talk to. I mean, Bob, when you look at that show, they're standing in rivers the whole time, and I'm not yeah, even. Yeah. I'm not even joking when I say I'm not sure they're going to be able to for much longer. Well, this, I mean, they've had they've had Fergal on the show. Yeah, he's appeared on one of the episodes where he well, sat by the river with them and he told them and what was tell going them? on. That's good. He did. Yeah, and then they sang teenage kicks for a little bit. That's great. I think um, it's good. I think that they're, they're between Fergal Sharky. And Paul Whitehouse and Bob Mortimer, these are great men doing great things for river awareness, right? Because yeah. people didn't have enough river. And what actually, Andy, what could be nicer than a river? I mean, Very little. when you're going around the country, which we do on tour and all the rest of it, and you're going through the countryside, like countryside's lovely, but there's nothing mm. lovelier than seeing a river run through it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just lovely. And, and England... The UK, let's say, for all yeah, its faults. Yeah, there's rivers ju- outside of England. For, yeah. for all its faults, Fuck. right? Let's not get into river wars again, because that has got ugly in the past, right? Home international river wars. But for, for, all its, for all its fucking faults, we have some of the most loveliest rivers in the world. But now they are fucked forever. Thank you, Tories. Anyway. Thank you. Um, thank you, Ali Carter, the snooker player who's playing in today's final. Yeah. Um, against uh, the abominable Sean Murphy. But Ali Carter is pro-Brexit and has been quite vocally. And what's his position on rivers? Well, I imagine he fucking hates them. I hate rivers. Yeah, he's brought all this in, hasn't he? All these people people going on about rivers. Well, what about the silent majority who actually hate rivers and have long wanted our rivers to be poisoned out of existence? Right, yeah, it's, it's all, all very well all these metropolitan elitists going on about how much they love rivers, but actually the ordinary working classes around the rest of the country hate rivers and want them to be poisoned <laughs> out of existence. And it's only these fucking bureaucrats in Brussels who've been stopping us from doing it. They want them to be poisoned, concreted over, and have fucking amusement arcades and shops built on top and betting shops so, and betting shops. Yeah. <laughs> 
Same with tomatoes. It's only the fucking middle class who like tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. And peppers. Yeah. Fucking hell. We're sick to death of these metropolitan elitists from North London Ugh. telling us about tomatoes and peppers. What do the working classes like? I'll tell you what they like. Chicken wings fags. and turnips. And fags as well. And as long as they keep the fags coming, you won't hear any complaints from us. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, we shouldn't really be talking about this. This should be for the Monday episode. Yeah. But one final thing. This is this is, this is is a secret, really. But Bob's made a lot of money out of that. Um, Poisoning River show. That oh, he does. Right. Is it fishing? Yeah, fishing thing. Yeah. Because they've sold the format around the world. Oh, my God. So there's a Mexican really? version. There's a ah. Canadian version. There's a, a, an Ethiopian version. Different rivers. Different, it's, it's all it's, about... It's basically two male, yeah, but, uh, amiable... But, Characters. It's, it's all about the talent. I've always found the whole idea of like format sales quite interesting because unless yeah. it's a a quiz show where the format is so bulletproof, you could put a fucking goat at the helm of it and it would still have drama in it. Such like as who wants to be a millionaire? Or the wall? Yeah. Did you say the hull? The wall. Oh, the, the wall. wall. I thought there was a new is one the called a the hull. One? Well, they had the wheel. They had the wall. It's only a matter of time before they do the hull. Yeah, the spoon. Stick your hand through that hole. I'm Paddy McGuinness. Get your hand through the hole. Should we create a format called The Spoon? Yeah. Yeah, and start pitching it. Do you know what would be a really good podcast? Actually, I shouldn't give this away. It's actually so good that someone might nick the idea. It's a format for a podcast that we should sell. I'll tell you it later. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm up for The Spoon. Jalapeño. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Jalapeño. But the thing about the the um, two lads in a river, which is the name of the yeah. show, right? It's all about the yeah. lads. I mean, rivers are lads. great, right? But it's not going to be... It's all about the two lads and their dynamic. Yeah. It's a hard thing to force, isn't it? That's my opinion. The river, I mean, the good river luck to them the, for flogging is, it. But the Ethiopian TV channel who bought it for a million quid, they might, if they don't find the right lads to do it. Yeah. I don't know what the comedy scene's like in Ethiopia. Well, I think I think Bob and Paul, they go over there and they Oh, they do it? The lads. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, present they, it even they, in Ethiopia? No, no, no. They, they find Bob oh, and Oh, they Paul go over and they look around. They, yeah. they get to scout them. Next, no, he's no good. Next. Oh, he's got a big nose, he's no good. They've done... (laughs) He won't last five minutes in a river, trust me. 97 different countries they've been to now and sold this format. But as a result of this, the amount of money he's made from it, I shouldn't be telling you this. Yeah, what? But he's had a section from... I can't name it, but he's had a section from a UK river cut out and 
and relocate it to his back garden. Oh, fuck it's massive oh, anyway. Really? That's amazing. That's that's, so, that's serious. Yeah. Do you know and what the they thing, call that? The thing is, that's fuck you, money. The, yeah, the thing. So he's had a section of this river. Yeah. But the fucking thing is, it fucking flows. That's amazing. It begins isn't it? and ends at the boundaries of his back garden. Garden, right? Mm. It's just been put put in, yeah. and I don't know how it happens. Whether there's machinery or what going on underneath. But it flows. I've seen, I've seen video of it. It flows like a well, it, river. It, it's self-flowing. Self-flowing river. It's a self-flowing yeah, exactly river. So yeah, some, just go there down are certain there. rivers that are self-flowing. Because some people I nearly have known that. Pe- some, I bet you Fergal, some, I bet Sharky gave him a tip-off oh, about what Sharky's river. involved. Yeah. Sharky's balls deep in it. He'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Fergal, listen, it's Bob Mortimer. I've made a load of fuck you cash from <laughs> selling the format around the world. Right? Up, yeah. And Fergal's gone, right, well, if you've got fuck you cash, I assume this call, I, I assume you, you want to buy a section of a river for personal use. And he goes, that's exactly right. And he goes, Bob, you've come to the right man. Because the first thing you're going to want is for the river to be self-flowing. Because if you get one that yeah. isn't self-flowing, you'll end up just with a fucking big pool of water that will eventually just soak into your back just garden. Massive pond. Yeah. That's not good. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. But... um. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people get so rich that they buy a house that's got land and there's a river at the bottom of it, isn't there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, the, he, My brother's just got, got a stream section. in his garden, which is not that kind of thing. fuck you yeah. cash, but it's like close enough. Not th- that kind of thing, yeah. But he's just took one from an existing river and had it put in. Amazing. And it still flows. Well, I'm delighted for him, to be honest. Oh, he's and, earned it. And he's, he's definitely... He's come yeah. from nothing. He's coming nothing, and he's and the amount of river. But aside from all his comedy work, and you know the podcast does with you, just that that I wouldn't stand in a river as as regularly as he's done over the last few years. I no, wouldn't. Not these I wouldn't days. have the stomach no. for it. I wouldn't be able to take it. The cold. Not with. Yeah, <clears throat> and I mean all the chemicals now. The state of his health. Ke- it's not going to be. Yeah, good for I him. mean he's putting his life on the line. So thank God he's getting paid properly for it. Yeah. So um, there you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you, <clears throat> if you thought any of that was true, then I apologise. <laughs> um, right. right. So this was a big glam rock chart. era, wasn't it, Andy? It was like um, seventy-four. So what am I? So I'm saying Mud, Glitter Band, Slade. They're all in the top ten. So they're was this there. was seventy-four yeah. like the the height of glam rock? I think it was probably just over the top of the mountain. It was just starting to come down. So was it? Was this where After it went absolute, very pop think, before it had been a bit more? I suppose if if the early glam rock would have been like early Roxy music and um, T Rex, T Rex, and, and that was a bit more um, sort of credible. And, and now and Slade and Slade, and now it's gone yeah. a bit. Gary Glitter's got involved and made it, it a bit more yeah, like you were getting, poppy. Yeah, the the. Uh, carpet baggers yeah. uh, were starting to get involved. Like we see, Gary Glitters there. Um, to put it Gary in Britpop terms, which is more our era, it's more. This yeah, is like okay. when Northern Uproar get involved. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Men, to men's be fair, gl- Glitter, Glitter was uh, active. Is that the word I should be mm. using? Probably <laughs> not. Glitter was active from June '72 onwards, so he was he was right. But Glitter just wasn't cool. Glitter was pop. Pop, yeah. Um, and your melody makers who have been into Bowie and Roxy Music mm. and all of that and seen them as being experimental and kind of d- different. Glitter wouldn't have been any... Glitter was just... 
you know, top of the pops. I wonder what Bowie's um, relationship with Glitter was like. They must have crossed paths. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, have you ever seen a picture of them together? Jerry, just put in Boy to do a search and it's just a lollipop in the eye. Gary, you're a good Came guy, on. but stay away from the kiddies, yeah? <laughs> Dear boy, Gary Glitter. Is there a picture of them together? I uh, don't think there is. There's one of Boy and Mark Borland together. Uh, let me ask you, it, would you, is there any pictures of David Bowie and Giles Brandreth together? Because they That's must have crossed paths in that era, right? That's a good question. Let's have a quick look. Brandreth must have been Brandreth. active on the glam scene. All you get is, when you put that in, you get absolutely no boy content at all, just Brandreth picks. And is he talking so about... He's, he's probably he's, just fucking... To put himself up the algorithm, he's worked out that if you just say yeah, fucking David Bowie regularly enough, it'll fucking whack taken, you up the charts. Um, yeah, there's a picture of him with um, Carol Vorderman and Richard Whiteley. And oh, yeah, because he's... still go. Yeah, that, that's like the, his countdown. golden age of fucking countdown. Yeah, he's dressed like a tit in that. Um... Yeah, there's, there's there's very little evidence of Boy and Brandreth having collaborated at all. Right. Okay. But, um, different eras, I suppose. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. So, yeah, I, I apologise to Gary Glitter for saying that he was the fag end of uh, glam rock because he was right in the middle of it, 73. But the, the Glitter Band is an interesting thing because the Glitter Band are higher up in the charts this week than Gary Glitter is. Mm. So what's the that Glitter about, then? They were, they were Gary Glitter's backing band. So why did they split <clears throat> away and do their own thing? They just fucking fancied it. Was he was he <laughs> pissing just... was he pissing them off, is what I'm saying. Were they like, look, the next um, song we're doing without you, and he went, you can't do it without me. I am the Glitter Band. The Glitter Band does not exist surname? without Gary Glitter. Look at my birth certificate. What's my surname? There it is, Glitter. You're nothing without me. <laughs> no, um, I think it was just to try and squeeze more cash and successor of the uh the whole, the the whole concept um it was glitter's manager um no it wasn't glitter's manager it was um yeah it was one of the the musical director and trombonist of the glitter band and he went to glitter's manager and says hey shall we shall we do some songs without um fuck not there. <laughs> Without that fucking weirdo. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he said, "Look, I've se- I've seen some things during the time we've been on tour, I like and I've got a feeling that I don't like. That, uh, I've got a feeling that the boss, as he makes us call him, is not going <laughs> to be at liberty for very long. So we need to make contingency plans." As John and Lennon himself once sang, "I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside, and it's not fucking good either." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they did some stuff with them, I and I don't, I, I can't see any, um, any kind of reaction from Glitter. It's not on the record, but it happened. It's weird, isn't it? It's like Adam and the Ants being around, and the Ants the putting ants, out their own singles but at the same time, not like years after. At the same time, but like Adam yeah. and the Ants are at number eight in the chart, but the Ants without Adam are at number three in the <laughs> number chart. Number three, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mad. And the Glitter Band stuff, it's good. I mean, let's be honest. I know we're not supposed to say this, but a lot of Gary Glitter 70s stuff is fucking great. Is it? I don't know it enough. I only know, yeah. like, the famous hits, like, Do You Want to Be In My Gang? 
Yeah. Well, they're great. They yeah. sound brilliant. Stomping. The production on them is fantastic, yeah. So it's 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 dodgy. It's you know separating the art and the artist. But at the end of the day, it's paedophile. You can't be going around listening to well, He's He's back out now. Is he coming back to England or what? He's back out. He's back out in the, I think, his, um, his bail hostel or whatever it is that he lives in was, was attacked recently. Mm. Um, glitter released. Um, he's about 78 now, I think. Police called to disturbance outside Gary Glitter Bail Hostel in February 2023. Um, he's 79. So I'm not pro-nonce, but I've got a bit of a problem with people who just go around like attacking nonces for like, I don't know, it just seems a bit... I think those people must be pretty disturbed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, do you think once someone served their time in prison, they should be left alone to try and be rehabilitated? Well, yeah, I do. But I don't think it should be like, oh, well, let guys be owned. Yeah, they need to be rehabilitated, but properly, which I don't think happens in our criminal justice system because I think there's no yeah. money in, in it. And so they just fucking... So I don't mean Ams, but I think it'd be a nice thing. But I don't. What I don't think is like vigilantism is uh, yeah. is ever particularly good. And I include Batman in that. You know, everyone's sort of yeah. like pro Batman, aren't they? But I just think it's outrageous the shit he gets up to. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, all the all them superheroes that are, haven't really got official no license, clearance. no clearance. I mean, when you watch those some of those Marvel films and you see those set pieces action bits where huge swathes of city get are destroyed. destroyed. Yeah, but that, to be you fair... Just wonder, who's, who's, you just to, wonder who's going to clean it all well, up. Well, it's day, not to you? be too nerdy, but in the Avengers, there is actually a whole film about the ethics of it because they do smash up right. a huge part of some African town in a failed assassination attempt. And, right. uh, and then the whole film is like the government say, well, we've got to regulate them. And then it breaks up because you've got... Like, basically, Tony Stark is... Iron Man's quite left-wing and believes that there is a role for the state and that democracy means that there has to be oversight mm. from a democratically elected body on their activities, which I think yeah. is a left-of-centre point of view. But, um, of course, uh, what's his name? Captain America. Or maybe I've got it wrong way around. But Captain America is obviously the Lampard in the situation and they end up having yeah. a, They split up and have a war against each other. Is it is it quite a meetings based film? It's so meetings. It's, re it's really boring. Due process. Yeah, it's really boring. It's taken and all. Yeah, that. it's like Avengers admin. It's the, yeah. I think that's what it's called, Avengers admin. Uh, it's very much like it's very much like Jer Jeremy Corbyn's period as leader of the Labour Party. Yeah, where there was just sort of lots of internal wranglings. Infiltration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen all of them. I haven't seen that one. It's probably going to be on BBC One late at night at some point because they generally all are. Well, the Avengers films, they're, they're yeah. awful really, mate. But, you know, if you've got kids my age, they're, you know, you've you've had to sit through a fucking lot of them. Yeah, I hope, I've seen I, some. I, I think he's passed it now. I think my yeah. son's passed it. I managed on Friday night to get him to watch The Social Network, which is that film about Facebook. <laughs> Which he, he really likes. He's really into coding. So it's basically a film where somehow, oh, well, somehow Aaron Sorkin, who wrote it, makes m like a whole two hours of just fucking nerds sat in front of laptops typing out code. Really dramatic and compelling. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. great film. But it's because there's great performances in it, not least by yeah. Justin Timberlake, who, play, who, who plays 
the guy who founded Napster, who is a fucking proper Roy Roy Race sort of character. <laughs> He's a proper, all right, cons. It's me, the founder of Napster. I'm fucking minted. <laughs> it's really good. Eric, Eric's got them weird twins in it as well, who well, were involved the, in the beginning of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But who are both played by Army Hammer. So he plays both twins. Yeah. And they use CGI to make him like two of them in every scene. And he's really good. All the acting in it is great. It's fucking funny. And Zuckerberg comes out of it as like a fucking absolute cunt. <laughs> like an unbelievable <laughs> cunt. I can't believe, as rich as he is, he allowed that film to happen, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But he, again, he's a bit Roy Race, although a nerdier Roy Race. He's a bit like, yeah, fucking slow hand clap. Well done. You've made a film that makes me out to be a cunt. Oh, I'm really fucking worried it's going to eat into my billions. Well fucking well, I mean, done with your stupid fucking film. I could not give a fuck. There was a tweet I saw the other day, which is pretty good, which says Facebook's been on quite a journey. It started off as a website for rating the hotness of people. Yeah. And then it turned into a site of um, right-wing insurrection. Yeah. And now it's somewhere where you can buy an armchair. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's amazing. But that's true. And what I mean, in a way, it's like he didn't know what it was going to fucking be. But all he knew was loads of people would go onto it. Right. Mm. And he was fucking right. And he didn't know how it would make money or what it'd be. And they're right. It's made like money in all manner of different ways. And it'll probably continue to do so. Because as long as people are on there, as long as people can put pictures of themselves and show off about themselves to their mates. Yeah. Right. And look and pry into their mates lives, then people will go back there. And as long as there's people there, you can flog stuff, can't you? That's it, and he, he, he. Well, I don't think he knows what to do with it. I don't think he's any good at all at running it. No, he's insane. It's grown he, out of, it's, he's absolutely it's insane. Outgrown. Yeah, it's it's like all of them. Like there was a documentary by Jeff Bezos on Channel Four the other night, and he's right. he's fucking mad now because he's just got so much money and he doesn't know what to do yeah. with it. And what it's, it's maybe maybe it was what he intended, but going I, th- I think space, just, I mean I I can't condemn them. Because I think that I would go insane if I had that kind of money. That's yeah. Where I mean, we're talking yeah, about like, all right, Bob's bought a bit of a self-flowing river, but that's these how it the, starts. These guys could buy a whole ocean. Like Zuckerberg, if yeah. you wanted, could wake up this morning and go, "I want to buy the whole of the Pacific Ocean, and I want to fill it. I want to drain it and then fill it with custard. Get it, have, yeah. make it so." He'd shout at his team yeah. of, of like underlings, "Make it so," and they yeah. would. Who's going to say no? Exactly. Who's yeah. going to say no to that? Well, Nobody. Look at, I mean, the ultimate case is what's his name? Cunty face who bought Twitter. I mean, Musk. He, he's off his nut. Yeah. He's up in space. He's doing all sorts of shit. My favourite thing he ever yeah. did was try to save those people who were down a fucking. <laughs> down a mine. Yeah. And when someone else said, no, we're going to come and do it, he called them nonces. Called them a pedo. Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah, is what on. that money makes you do. It makes you act. Like we but, would on a daft podcast, right? Just but, say but weird blo- shit, but do it all yeah. in real life. He does it in real life. And then the bloke who, who he'd accused of being a pedo sued him and lost. <laughs> even though <laughs> he wasn't he a pedo. You can't take Musk on in a fucking court of law. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll like get like, every, like a thousand of the best lawyers on earth and it will be like the equivalent of me and you buying a fucking Fuck packet of jelly tots. Insane. Well... Well, we've, we've run out of time, I'm afraid. Mm. I don't um, think this is a very interesting chart. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. If I you... think it might be. We just okay. we, we haven't looked at it. All I right. think we'll have another go at it and 
just maybe try and look at it instead of we, we've done a couple of minutes on Gary Glitter and yeah. the Wombles and that's it there's got to be more to it than that bonus content we'll, we'll have another stab at it next time because as we always say there's no rush no is there alright thanks very much for listening and goodbye goodbye sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.